Alrighty, people, we are returning here for another Father-Son Vuja Day episode here back in the standard commons, little studio session. Dad came up to Raleigh, a little hiatus since the last episode we did, different schedules conflicting. In the summer, we'll be back consistent, but wanted to pump one out here <laughs> uh, and, and take advantage of this opportunity. How you feeling, Dad? Good to see you, bud. Good to see you too, man. Yeah, we went to the uh, Eagles show last night here in town. Blast. Me and the mom and the two kids went with us, Jack and the sister, and it was a great family time. It was awesome. It actually was. That's 70s music. (laughs) And, yeah, it still resonates with me. That was a great concert. Awesome, man. I know you loved it. Three hours. Three hours of pure pure hits. Was it three hours long? See, it was so good it didn't seem like that. No. Right? Was it really three hours? When did it start? Eight o'clock? Eight eight sharp, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Yeah. that was great. Have fun, man. Yeah, phenomenal concert. Bucket list for me, but good stuff. Yeah, so back in the studio here at college, man, and um, glad to be back. Um, I think this will be our uh, what fifth before we get rolling. This is our fifth this, one. This right? will be the fifth one. Fifth one that comes I think, out. I think yep. one's in the can, being edited, going to be up and running. Yeah, or? it'll be a adversity. Oh, and adversity. Then, that's right. This one. And before we get rolling, shout out to everyone who has supported us uh, since we launched live. Watch the uh, the videos, giving us feedback. Appreciate that very much. Of course. Last time we were in here, it was the foundation episode, and we were talking about what's to come, and then we also talked about people actually watching it. So now we're actually talking about that feedback that we got, even though it's small numbers, yeah. but we're actually here doing it. So that ties in perfectly with what I want to talk about today being creating your reality, right? So Perfect. that foundation episode was months ago now it's kind of crazy how i mean time passes so much we're here in march um and we started the and that was the first episode that went out the first episode that was recorded with intention of going on youtube and being posted and months before that the initial ideas of actually doing this occurred and then it actually comes to fruition and materialized into a real podcast and here we are on a fifth installment of this don henley said he said thank you for the installment of hotel <laughs> yeah. yeah um so here we are so i want to i want to dive into what it really means to create your reality and what sort of matrix if you will what are you what are you stuck in that and are you woke? Are you aware of the fact that you are living? You you are living. Uh, awake, not awoke. Awake, not woke. Not, that's the wrong <laughs> word. Yeah, that's the wrong awake. word. Awake. Are you awake? Are are you actually living rather than succumbing to the society? Just a, you're just a battery. Are you just a battery going on and off, or are you actually moving? for creating some purpose, some reality in your life. That's a great topic, man. I think everybody struggles with that probably. I think the, the battery, uh, the battery um, metaphor you use is good. And the old school one is the cog in the wheel, where you're just checking a box, getting up, punching a clock, checking a box, and, and uh, doing a job. And there's no fulfillment, which sucks. There's no purpose, no fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And that that makes you feel empty. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, the default is that, right? I think that's what we're conditioned to do. And you even, you even, we talked about this in that adversity episode with you at, at that previous company. 
-hmm. that was sort of sort of where you were at to a point and it really conflicted with your mental well-being because you were literally just you were a zombie yeah you were a zombie just going day by day same same cycle repeating i still have those i mean i don't know man i'm doing consulting work now and it's kind of it's hills and valleys right? right and uh I find myself in the in the valleys, just like, what am I doing, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is a good job and it's fun, but it's not fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's not serving a purpose, right? So I still struggle with that. I think it's always going to be a struggle. Of course. I hope that I hope that you don't struggle. I think this path you're on now keeps you from, yeah. or allows you to be purposeful and fulfilling, mm-hmm. uh, more frequent and faster. Mm-hmm. That's why I really want to talk about this because me personally. I feel more fulfilled and purposeful than ever, even though it's not like anything's big has happened. There's been no real success mm-hmm. or triumph, yeah. but I feel happier and more fulfilled than ever because I've, I'm actually working towards something, working towards something that I want to see in my future. I want to see something happen in the next months, year to come. Yeah. And I truly feel, I feel like, like nothing, there's so many, there's levels to different things in your life, different occurrences, encounters that you have with people. And it's just weird how certain things will happen now. And there's, they seem so less significant because you're so focused on what you, you see in the future, what you want to achieve. So those little side effects or negative impacts that happen, they don't affect you as much because it's just like you kind of brush it off and you see the bigger picture of things. Whereas someone who, who might be living like a zombie and is in that cycle, which is most people in this world, that's just how they seem so. It's definitely true. That's just how it is. Yeah. Because that's how we were meant to believe it's like that. Mm-hmm. And I think those little things to other people who don't have that sort of purpose in their life, it affects them so much more because it seems so much bigger. Yeah. So they don't have that perspective. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I, you still fall into that trap. Even someone who has that purpose, it's so easy to go back into the tide and not, and instead of uh, going against the wave, you, it's so easy to start cruising again. And you almost lose yourself and you forget that you're, you're literally in the lazy river again. Like you're just yeah. cruising with it. Drifting. Drifting. Not disrupting the drift. Which is what you want to do. Right. And I think... I've been listening to a lot of uh, Andy Frisella recently, uh-huh. the 75 hard guy. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a successful businessman, but a lot of people would know that he's right. the guy that created 75 hard. Yeah. And his whole thing is it's so to, to, in order to be successful in this life, the only way to get there is through hard work. It sounds so cliche, but it's so true. And the, and to have discipline to get to it, and that is that is the only thing, the absolute only thing stopping you. That's right. it. Right. Yourself, it your, yourself's getting in the way of that. Exactly. So you're just you're so caught up in in everybody else because the way everybody else lives is how you think you're supposed to be living. So you don't even bother chasing after whatever it is you want. Everybody's got a dream. Just focus on keeping up with the neighbors. Right, and you just you just live in that zombified life. You live in that matrix, like yeah. you're just caught in it. Yeah, but it's so it truly is. It's so simple when you really look at it. It's so simple. It's it's just a consistent effort over a period of time 
through the the hard weeks, through the easy week, like you just keep going, mm-hmm. and eventually, yeah, you got to make sacrifices along the way. It's not easy, but it's very simple formula. Right. And so, you, and you can't. No, it's perfect, and you can't allow decisions that you might make get in your way of that road to progress. Even though, as you said, there's bumps in it, but without the bumps, everyone would do you it. You can't adjust. You can't no. adjust to the to the path. Mm-hmm. And so you learn from the bumps. So they're to be expected and you can't go, oh, I hit a bump, I gotta stop, or I gotta go left or right. right. No, no, don't do that. Stay the course. Mm-hmm. And um, don't, don't, don't be what your thoughts make you to be. Like mm-hmm. your thoughts are gonna wanna make you take a left or a right or stop. Right. You're not your thoughts. You're right. I'll go, I'll use, um, I might've said this before, Forgive me if I say it again. If I did, another '70s uh, blockbuster act, Kiss, Gene Simmons, the great Gene Simmons. I heard him once say, um, "The harder I work, the luckier I get." To your point, that's really all it comes down to. Truly, because you begin whatever it is you're chasing, you surround yourself with those complications that that person might have. So if you want to be a writer. You surround yourself with those problems or whatever, and you'd begin, and it's almost like things start to come easier just because you, you started, and yeah. like you said, it's like those, those problems come, yes, but along with it, you also have these, these small wins right. that are kind of lucky. They seemingly feel lucky, right? but the reality is it's just because you, you, you were there, you were present for it. Mm, that's, instead of just that's knocking really it good. off. That's really good. So your brain is going to tell you you just got lucky. Yeah. Right? I don't that, think it's luck. That, but that's what your brain will say, you yeah. got lucky. Or somebody else looking out, outside looking in will say, you just got lucky. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, I made my luck because I, I was in that reality I'm creating for myself. Mm-hmm. And I worked hard in it. And no, it wasn't luck. might have been timing. Timing has a lot to do with things. But no, I made my own luck. I have to throw in another great quote okay. from Don Henley, the great Don Henley last night. He's cool, dude. One of my cool, favorite quotes. Cool, as, as GP would say. Cold MF right there, man. Cold. Yeah. Um, by the way, Savannah, our, my daughter and his sister, who works at the PNC Arena here in Raleigh for the Hurricanes, got a note yesterday about 2 o'clock before showtime. It was a note from the Eagles, and it said, everybody out of the – Blank and building for the most part. Between two forty-five and four, the Eagles will be in uh, rehearsing, and so Henley was like, "Yeah." But anyway, the the quote from Henley is, uh, "Sometimes a burning bridge is the brightest light." Meaning, if you're in that other path of just mm, checking the boxes, that bridge is on fire, man, yeah. and yeah. you can't, you know, it's 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 burning bright, uh, and you can't. You gotta wake up to it, feel the heat, and get out of it, get out of it, yeah. and change it up. But yeah. uh, when you're talking, I thought about that quote. Yeah, that's a good quote. I saw. I see it as um, initially because you're so accustomed to to riding that wave. So initially, it's very difficult to begin because you're so caught up in it. But also, you're like you're almost you're 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 climbing a hill. When you're in that, you're just because it sucks. It sucks. It's miserable, but for some reason you tolerate it because you're used to it. It's comfortable. Mm. 
for some reason. It's because you're comfortable with it, so you tolerate it, and you yeah. keep climbing the stupid hill. Yeah. And you're you're going at a steady pace, and the hump, what's over the top, is actually finding that purpose. Mm-hmm. So once, if you can, if you can crest that that hill, it's almost like you start to now go on the downslope. And you kind of see the light into into it, and you go a week with that sort of fulfillment, going for something, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And the next time you might start climbing again, climb you you fall off the the downhill, the good. You start climbing again. Right. It's easier now to get out of it because you you saw it for a second. You felt that. You felt that something you probably haven't felt in a while. You felt like a desire to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Or maybe you had trouble going to sleep the previous night because you were too busy thinking about Wound getting up. after in the morning. Wound up. Yeah. Don't you find when you're in that mode, um, you're so energized? Yeah. And oh, you, you are. And you can't. Like it's you said, crazy. you can't go to sleep because your brain's on fire and you're thinking yeah. about what to do and you want to get after it and forget sleep, but even though you need it. Yeah. But, yeah, right. you just gave a great example of climbing the mountain of something I was thinking about, which is the longer you stay in the cesspool of the drift, it's almost like a muscle. You get conditioned to it, and you get sluggish to it and lazy to it, and you just accept it. And, yeah, the harder you work that muscle, the stronger it's going to get, the stronger grip on you it's going to have, and you have little ambition or motivation to change it. And you're the only person that can change it. No one can, like, I can't tell you to change it. If I see you down or depressed or vice versa, we can't talk you out of it. We can support you out of it, but you have to be the one to do it. It's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you at the end of the day. So I I can speak on it really. I feel like I I can hit on it well because I'm quite literally living through it right now. So I really, like, and – what I've been listening to, but I'm, I'm expressing what I've been feeling, what I've noticed. It's literally all I'm saying. And it's, it's backed up. It's corroborated by Gary John. Like it, it, it matches. So I know I'm on the right track. I right, feel like. Right. And his podcast recently, maybe two weeks ago, mm-hmm. cause you took notes on that. <laughs> That's pretty much what we were talking about here. That's the main inspiration why I right. wanted to talk about this topic. What was he saying about the flag flagship flagpole? He was saying, um, you know, to your point, find your journey and stick a flagpole in the ground, um, you know, in the path down the way and you see it. But don't stick the flagpole in the ground just to look at it and say, I stuck in the ground. Stick it in there to wake you up as a reminder of the course you want to be on. It's like that's a constant reminder and you got to get to it. Um, It's not about just putting it in the ground and talking about it and saying, oh, I checked the box. You got to ground your way to it. And so I just thought that was a cool way of, you know, symbolizing that. It was opposite of what you might think, the way he, he phrased yeah, it. Yeah. And he was saying basically, you know, create what create, we said earlier, create, create, your create, create your reality. And that's, you talked about energy too. Back to the the business thing, you're in, you had nothing. You had no energy to get out of bed or anything like right. you felt sick you felt ill mm-hmm. to that point it brought you there yeah and i've experienced that too i'm sure sure viewers have felt that same way and they might think they're ill depressed whatever and it's it's literally just their mind state is so 
screwed up and they completely forgotten what it feels to be passionate about something or, or want to build something for themselves. Right. And then when you're in that, in that path of drift, right, your brain's strong too. And it's telling you when you're asking a question to yourself about, can I go do that? And your brain says, no, because this, and then you go, Oh, and the point of not listening to those thoughts, if you listen to those thoughts, that's what you become. And uh, if you don't, if you say, no, I'm not my thoughts, that flagpole's down there and I'm going to get it, but my brain's cranking against me, right? And, or I really like that girl, I want to ask her out. Don't ask her out because it's going to be disaster. It's not going to work or whatever telling you no. And um, it's, it's just another one of those elements of it that you have to address. Yeah. It's very strong. It is. Yeah. But I mean, thank goodness for guys like Gary John and for me and you personally. Um thank goodness for those guys who help self assess. I personally didn't start self assessing uh seriously or deeply for two years. Two, yeah. uh, last couple of years. Um trying to be better self because we do this we do this to help we like it we have fun at it because it's our conversations but we also do it to put it out there right and maybe to help somebody whatever we say might help might trigger something yeah. gary john the triggers yeah. the reason i hung on in that situation you described that i was miserable in is i had no purpose by the way so that's why i was miserable i had no energy the reason I was hanging on was for future financial gain that I thought was coming right. at some point. And while my brain was saying, get out, get out, get out, get out. Also saying, no, 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 hang in, go through the misery, go through the Shawshank tunnel for that prize. Yeah. What my message is, um, man, that financial thing can't be your purpose. It can't be your gain. It never will fulfill you. I think everybody, for the most part, thinks that will fulfill, but it won't. The only thing that are, what you're describing with all the energy, all the positivity, and all the drive is, man, you got to have a purpose to be fulfilled. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't, you won't feel it. And it can't be, the financial was selfish. It was only for you. This is something... Priscilla, he talks about the purpose is it's bigger than you. It's so much bigger than you. It's for it's for a cause. It's for other people. It's for your family. Whatever financial gain. That's that is the the wrongest of reasons to be sticking through something like that. But again, that's how we're wired. Right. Really, at, at least my generation. Yours probably less so, um, because you have a lot more sort of entrepreneurial ways and paths to pursue. Mm. Whereas we were trained to, you know, go get a job and yeah. get the financial gain. Left, right brain. <laughs> Left, right brain. Yeah. Um, but it's so transient. It's, uh, it's transparent. It's transient. It's, mm. um, it's temporary. Yeah. Whereas the purpose is deep within yeah. and it's, it's always out forever. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. The difference in the two It's not even a comparison. Okay, so recently, at least just to kind of dive into my own personal life, and I think it, it helps give examples 
Um, I had a friend, still a friend, um, kind of come to me in a way, seek wisdom almost. Not like I'm some guru. Jack, you're putting off some vibes, man. At 20 years old, you got, <laughs> you got some. Okay, you got a big future ahead of you, man. You're gonna be spilling <laughs> wisdom everywhere. I don't like. I don't think that of myself at all, and I'm certainly not. Yeah. Like, just as the the typical 20-year-old, I would say I know just a little bit more mm-hmm. just because of what I listen to. There aren't 20-year-olds, 19, whatever, college students listening to – no one's listening to Simon Sinek books while they're walking to class, okay? <laughs> well, there probably are. The one – the, the 5%, 10%. Yeah. The ones that care, and, okay? And the, and the little wisdom that you proclaim to have, you get it because you're reaching for it. It's not, it, exactly. it wasn't in there. Right, like, right. I took it. You're putting it in there. I took it. It's not like I just knew <sighs> this. I'm not Yoda, okay? Yeah, I'm messing with you. Yep. you know? So, but, you know, I got a little bit, okay? I, I got some, and like a purpose, I want to help people. I want to help my peers, whatever. That's why we're doing this podcast. That's why I want to start a YouTube channel. I want to inspire and share my discipline and mindset with other people like, Hey, you can do this too. Right. You can do it. Yeah. God bless you for it. So the kid comes to me, right. And I'm more than happy to, he's a friend of course. And you know, conversation goes whatever. He's like, Hey, I'm, I'm here in this period of my life. I want this. So here I give him X, Y, and Z. This is the, the sacrifices needed. This is the sort of determination, discipline, drive that you need this is what I do this is what and I give him examples like dude I am screwed up too like we all have our issues but here's what I do to try to better myself every day one percent better every day yep the problem is did that just come out of a did that come organically out of a conversation or was he seeking say hey Jack man you like you gotta have some wisdom can you can you spread it on me so how did it happen? Yeah, so we did it. I believe we did it in the adversity episode. We started it off with the one through ten. I think we did that. Mm-hmm. Did we? I don't know. Maybe. I think we did. If not, we'll we'll do it soon because I think. Oh it's yeah, cool. I don't think we did. I want to do that. Did we do it? I don't remember doing that. I think we did. We can do it. We'll we can do it at the end to, just to summarize it. Um. So one through ten, right? I am athlete. Does it? I, the first time I saw it was Brandon Marshall. He, he did it with Chad and, and his, his other guys. Rest in peace, the pivot. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, you don't. Okay, so um, you have those one through ten questions. So one through ten, your, how's your mental health, your, your mental fitness, he said. How is your physical health, and how's your business? Business doesn't really apply to us. We're not in that world. We're college kids right now, yeah. at least not to him in particular. So I, I was like, all right, man. First, it started with the generic conversation, and then it got into the, the questions, right? So I was like, screw it. This, conver- this five-minute stupid generic, like, hey, how are you? Like, I'm good. Like, I'm chilling, whatever, mm-hmm. was just dumb. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. I feel like I wasted my own time, even though that's the conversation you have every day because now there is no such thing as a generic conversation between people in this day and age, like it doesn't really exist at least my generation like that doesn't really happen like that i don't know what and didn't you say you gave me a snippet of this the other day but didn't you say that um typically that you would stop at that 
generic conversation. You cut kind of exactly. the conversation, but you, your reach and your new maturity level right. made you stop yes. and go, okay, I need to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. I need to engage with this guy and give him a chance. Didn't you tell me, is that the same conversation? Mm-hmm. That's quite literally what went through my head. It was the maturity speaking. It was like, I don't care what this kid thinks because nobody's about to ask him this. He's going to be caught off guard for sure, but I don't care. Cause I want to see, I want to see where this goes. I want to see how I handle this. I'm trying to better myself in this situation too. Like I want to see how how we can how this goes. Right. And we're like very mutual friends. Like we hardly know each other. So I just cut it. I was like, dude, let's get to real let's, stuff. Yeah, I literally was like, let's get real here. And I asked him the one through ten: mental fitness, mental health, and and uh, probably I think school. How's school going? And then fitness. How's your physical? So the idea is to put a number to it, just to so you initially you're like here I am, and then you explain here's why. Here's why I'm a five. I see. He he gave me he gave me the number that somebody who was scared to give the actual number would give. Maybe I'm wrong. Did he go first or you go first? He went first because I asked it. Okay. It was like eight, probably eight across the board, whatever. Which is no way. So. Exactly, and this is how I know it was just not the authentic, because I share my stuff, right? He, I share my numbers. We said generically, but I'm really going in detail here. I gave him my numbers and said my thing and gave him insight into my mind and where I want to be, things I want to do, which is very atypical, I'm sure, of what he's heard. And instantly it was reciprocated. So he started talking about himself the way I just spoke about me, even though when he went first, he said absolutely nothing of what I said. Right. If I went first, he probably would have, I would have never even known that what he would have said, which is false because he didn't say it. He didn't, he, or maybe he was hiding it. I don't know. This is how I'm just reading the situation. Right. So he was like, yeah, like I want to do this stuff too. Like I want to go out and, and, and make something of myself right now. Like I want to go do it. I want to start waking up on time, like have a, a schedule, like screw the, the college typical life. Like let's do it now. Right. That was his mentality after I went. So and, just real quick, as, yeah, a, a, as a listener to that conversation, I would say, I would say you, you were the authentic one and he was inauthentic. Especially since the re, re, uh, rethink after you went, right? You could, and then you lose credibility in somebody exactly. like that because they're not being what's such an important word right. and trait is be authentic. Right. So, me, this is the first time I've done this with somebody like that, like really giving them insight into where I was at, right. other than my very close friend, like a, like a brother to me or my family. Mm-hmm. So it's very select. Like I don't open up like that because people right. are fake in general. So I just like, right. I, I don't pay no mind. Like I don't you know. You don't deserve that. But you're willing to give that a shot exactly. in that moment exactly. where you normally wouldn't. So I went for it and I trusted that in good faith, maybe he was, Maybe maybe he actually deep down was too scared to say it, and I allowed I gave him an opportunity to like share his thoughts, his yeah. real thoughts. Yeah. Because he gave me fake numbers in the first place without any kind of idea of where I was at. Right. 
I don't know. So I left that conversation thinking, you know, maybe I kind of regretted it. Like I just let this guy in, like whatever. But I had, I was like, maybe he was, maybe he's right. Maybe he, he's right with me. Cause even after that, it was like, all right, like let's do it. That was the conclusion was like, let's get after it. Right. As homies, like let's be, let's help each other, you know, climb up. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that? This was this was this was January. I I want to say maybe the last week of January. Uh huh. And how's I'd the, say February how, went through. And, yeah. and how's the friendship now or the so relationship? It's, it's completely corrupted. Because it got off destroyed. to a fake start. Because it got off to a fake start, and because it was a fake start on his behalf, completely. I am I am the realest person you'll ever meet i am only authentic that's something i pride myself on right so if someone's being fake it's on their behalf it was fake from the Mm get-go i read it right and because it was fake from the get-go he is now playing this role he's playing a role and no longer being his authentic self in order to portray this person that he Maybe he wants to be, or maybe he like is trying to personify now because he d- he doesn't want to like now. Maybe he doesn't want to look inauthentic, right? And it's so evident, so obvious that somebody is doing that. It's so obvious, like it doesn't take much to read into that, right? And that's what did it. Friends, yes, still, but it's not even like I'm angry. It's just frustrating because now it is difficult to it's difficult to trust or I don't even care. Like not, he can walk it's, out. Un- it's uncomfortable. It's just dis- it's just like dude, like you showed you showed your colors there. Like clearly you're not about it. You're not. And I do not have time. I don't have time for that, man. I don't. But he's still <laughs> He's still hanging around. You guys are. Yeah, still, I mean it's fine. So he's still being fake. Like he's in one of my classes, uh-huh. so it's there's that interaction. We might see see each other in the dining hall or whatever. But that's just like, I just deal with it or whatever. I, again, this call to the beginning. All this stuff connects. <laughs> I'm so focused on my my purpose. This new thing, like. Oh, I have some. I have something. Okay, I can't forget it. I'm so focused on my purpose, right? That this kind of thing, clearly it is, because we're spending five minutes talking about it. But it, it all intertwines. I'm so focused on my myself and getting at like whatever, getting after it, but not in a selfish way. No, 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 no. Yeah, people are gonna misunderstand that. Yeah, that's why I said that. Right. Okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. You're a good mediator. This kind of thing. You're focused on self-betterment, bettering self. Yes. I'm so focused on my purpose right. that, I, that I don't have time for that. I don't have time for any nonsense. Yeah. But you gave it a chance because you, you wanted to recruit right. and broaden the network. Right. Okay. What was I going to say? So I'm so focused on that, and this is what Fursella said. I listened to him say this like the other day, He's and he's – He's talked to these people, these successful athletes, businessmen or whatever. The one thing that they don't do, or the one thing they do, whatever, 
when they're when they have that when they're in that fluid state, that flow state, yeah, of the red zone or the zone? The zone. They're in the zone of everything everything's going. They have that momentum momentum. Yeah. They don't sabotage it. They don't do anything to sabotage it. So they ride it cuz that wall is coming at some point. Maybe it's in two weeks. Maybe it's tomorrow. But for that last 12 hours, they ride it because they know how valuable it is and so important to keep it mm. because it, it's, it truly, it's that level, level up. So they use it. So something like that, I see that as like a roadblock kind of. It's very insignificant. But like any, even just a little tiny, little dust particle, which is what that is, I don't want to let it. Because I now see how valuable it is and how much I enjoy waking up ready to go with energy. Mm -hmm. So I don't let it get in there. And the, I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to make you forget something. But the important part, the important part of that one is they have the recognition. They have the recognition of sabotage. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I think he says that verbatim. Really? I mean, I think so. the key, the separator there is the recognition of self-sabotage and don't do it because this won't, won't last forever because yeah. the wall's coming. Yeah. What does Gary John say in one of his books? Stop doing that. Is it, is it, is that F you un F yourself? It's, it's the three saboteurs. It's three so, saboteurs is stop doing that in that book. Shit. Yeah. And it's self world. It's, and, so, it's self, people, yeah. and worldview. Yeah. What are your conclusions about those three things? And all of them can be saboteurs, saboteurs. to the... Saboteurs. <laughs> saboteurs to the... To get into the to, flag. Exactly. It can yeah. completely throw you off course. Yeah. And it's so... so I say it's so simple. It is. Well, it's only simple when you... Understand it. Yeah, you, like your point. It's only simple when you're... Do, div, you have you have it. dived into it yeah. to try to figure it out with the self betterment right. surrounding, and then when you're in it, you go, man, this is so simple. Yeah. Like I'm such an idiot. How do I, how do I not recognize this mm -hmm. my, on my own without someone in my podcast or you know, so podcast in my ear or an audible book in my ear or you pointing it out to me, yeah. right? Be because we're on that, yeah. we're on that loathing road yeah. of inauthentic saboteur. Yeah. Saboteurs. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm combining, I'm combining all our buzzwords into, no, <laughs> really are. that was a lot in there. You love that, that word loaf. What is it? Loathe. 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 Just sounds like a, a slug. Sounds like a piece of bread, like a loaf, like you're just a... L-O-A-T-H-E, loathe. I loathe getting out of bed this today, yeah. that slug on the pavement, barely moving, yeah. fat, you know, just a little fat lump of jelly. Lump of lard? Yeah, that's what my, this looks like. So when, you, when I say roadblocks... Even when something we talked about this in the university episode, I briefly went over uh, relationship stuff, mm -hmm. my female female problems. Yeah. Even something like that now in, in, in school here, I'm in college. 
There's girls walking around everywhere. Right. And that, even something like that, I mean, before, before I had this, like, drive, purpose, whatever, that was, like, my, that was, like, girls were, like, the, that was, like, my happiness, almost, like, in a way of, like, meeting somebody, like, literally just having a conversation and, like, potentially dating or whatever. That was your daily objective? Not objective. No, I'm just saying it was important. It was like, yeah, it was up there. It was, a, it was like a, it was a important oh, piece. Natural, of course. I'm a dude. I'm 20 in college. Testosterone flowing. Yeah. This is how it goes. Okay, looking out for the females. But now I'm so, I'm so focused. Like I'm so happy with where I'm at now. Like if that comes, great. But I literally, it's so crazy because the mindset change of where I was. That pillar is so less now, and it's awesome. It's so freeing because I, I don't care as much. If it comes, great, yes, but I'm not, like, seeking it. So I'm like, that's another thing. Something so major and now purpose of, like, myself and, and achieving something, the larger purpose for other people, but, f- you know, for myself, you got to be selfish a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I don't cut you off. Keep going. No, go ahead, go. I was going to say – you know, the reason, first of all, that girl guy thing, ha- I think has to happen naturally. You can't force it. Yeah. And, and you, you sound like you're kind of like prioritizing it and to maybe force it a little bit. I don't know, but your brain, your, your, your thoughts were telling you to prioritize that, <laughs> right? Facts. And therefore it really kind of can't happen naturally. And now you're focused on your path, your purpose, which ultimately will make you feel fulfilled, which will make you feel excited, energized, and happy, which, by the way, unless you feel that way, excited, fulfilled, purposed, energized, you can't have a healthy relationship with somebody else. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's a bomb right but there. No, but you don't realize that either. Uh, yeah. You don't realize that either until you're in it because if you're in what you think is a healthy relationship with a girl or partner or whatever, and you don't have purpose or fulfillment, you and he or she are going to be miserable. Right. And then it's going to end, and then you're even in a bigger hole because you made that person your entire fulfillment. And your brain's telling you you failed. Told you. Yeah, you're in a dark place. Like I told that, you man. you're going to fail. I told you you shouldn't do that. I mean, you, you're you climbing out of something there. You may, you're either going to, like, you're, you're in a hole Ooh, after that. I like the Shawshank Tunnel. You've seen the Shawshank? Codependency is real. Yeah, I've seen the clip. I've seen him break out. Through the tunnel of sludge. That's really what you're sewer. in. <laughs> that stuff is deep. Like, that's real. That can take you places. And that what I just said sounded simple, right? Yeah. Sounded yeah. like obvious. But you don't. It's so complex. Yeah. You can't. No. So okay, just to to cap it off, like I wanna I wanna really make it clear to these people listening, to our supporters, to our support, not these people, to all the people all right, who sorry. support us. Okay. <laughs> Who take time out of their busy, valuable day to spend some time with us. Hey, we're dropping. <laughs> come on. 
go ahead. There's so many self. Are you rapping? Kind of. All yeah. Right. Forty minutes. There's so many self-help podcasts out there. Whatnot. There's a select few that I think actually speak the truth and the reality of things. So many podcasts, self-help, give you that whiteboard method or whatever where you, you write down your goals for the, for the day and whatever, and that's great. keeps you organized. The only way, this is back to creating reality, the only way to, to do anything, to achieve anything, is to be undeniable in whatever it is you're doing. This is straight from Andy Purcell. Credit him. Complete credit him. The only way to be undeniable, the only way to get what you want is to be undeniable and to put in that work, time, whatever it is, until you achieve it. There is no whiteboard, goal setting, book, podcast, even them. That po- listening to their podcast is not going to get you anywhere. And that's just the reality of it. And I want to say we've, we've taken a lot of stuff from these, these people in this episode in particular, all the, all the other ones we did. We took a lot from them. Andy Priscilla, Gary, John Bishop, especially them. The stuff we're saying, and we said it before, we are not gurus, okay? I want to make this clear. Like, we are not, this is not wisdom that we are coming up with off the top of our heads. We, we have listened to it and sought it out from these people and we have implemented it in our lives and are using it. So we talk about it. And we are talking about it because we know it's true. Because we implemented it. And we gained this knowledge from other people. So credit to them fully. It's just here in this place coming from a father and son. That's the dynamic. Beautiful, man. Way to wrap it. I feel up. like that was, that was necessary to say. That was outstanding. And in our, in our podcast descriptor, it actually says we're only legends in our own mind. That's the point okay. of saying that because we are. Hey, we, hey, that's crystallized intelligence. That description coming from come from pops himself, baby. Yeah, we're only legends in our own mind. Nowhere else to no one else. And the last thing I'll say before we wrap, in addition to what you said today, and and and, and find your purpose and self betterment so important. The other fulfilling most important things in life in life faith family health and laughter just remember that that's 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 hard that's just the core right there that's coming from a father right there that's coming from a wise man man you sound wise too that rap was fantastic you you are getting wiser that was good Yo, you're happier. You're you're funner. Man, you're more fun to be around. I love life, Dad. <laughs> I love it. It's been well. I'll tell you, man. As a father, a partner, and a friend, man, it, it mm. does my heart a lot of good. I love that, Dad. I love that. It makes my heart flutter, man. This it was like two years of turmoil, from the golf, from the stupid COVID. I mean, we all got shit we deal with. Yeah, but it's been like. It's been a, a little bit since I felt like this. You have your days, but most days, man, I'm ready to go. I'm a nine. I'm a nine. <laughs> like, we're ready to go. All right, I'm going to strive to be a nine. I'm going to strive to be a nine. And I can tell I can tell you're happier, too, 100%. Yeah. I mean, as I grew up, like, I've been, I was young, so you don't really take a measure on that. But, like, honestly, yeah. Honestly, we're being authentic. We're living proof. We're wise. We're legends in our own mind because of self-betterment. Seek 
and faith, family, love, and laughter. Hell yeah. That's it. Health, too. Health, too. Yo, <laughs> we dropped some nuggets in this one, some great stuff, some great, uh, you know. Wisdom. Wisdom coming from, again, Andy Purcell, especially Gary John Bishop. We should shout the Simon people Sinek. out. Simon Sinek. We should shout them out every time like that, just to give credit. Oh, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this, taking the time out of your day. Our supporters, not people, thank you for this. Subscribe, like, comment, please. Let us know. Give feedback on what we should do, topics-wise, what next. Hope you all enjoyed. Dad. A father-son conversation? A father-son conversation. Vuja Day, generational Vuja Day. Everybody, come on, come on, come on. Come on, give it to me. See you. Later, guys. <laughs>